This is a good little reprieve from my situation. I'm very thankful for everything I have, and I'm thankful that my family's doing okay too, mm-hmm. God willing. Like, I just wanted to carry on, but, you know, I just don't want people to turn to bad shit. Like, I don't like seeing Southgate, some dudes jump, some old lady. Why? I'm going to take her shit. Fine, that's terrible enough, but take mm-hmm. her shit. Why you got to beat down an old lady in a parking lot at Costco? I believe it was a Costco. Wow. Southgate. Where'd you hear that from? My old lady told me that. Dang. Yeah, that sucks, dude. Yeah. What's up, man? You ready to get this podcast let's going? Get it. Let's get it. Hell yeah, let's get it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode. This is episode number 21. It is March 21st, 2020. It's a Saturday morning. I'm back. I'm back at the bunker. I'm with a special guest that I'll introduce in a moment. But I want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening to The Raider and the Saint. I am your host, Stevie G. Gaxiola. What's going on, folks? I hope everybody's doing good out there. Um, it's another episode. I, I'm thankful that I was able to get back down here to the bunker and deep in the heart of Santa Ana. I'm here, you know, podcasting. I, ha- I had to come out and do another podcast. And that that's my goal is no matter what we're going through right now, we're all going through it together. I'm going to continue to podcast even if I have to do it from my house with a gas mask on, with my AK strapped to my side, you know. Um, but I will. I will continue to do it. And so I was thankful to, to even get a guest today. Um, you know, we're going to get into the past events. We'll get into that an, an, another time. You know, everybody, if you listen to the podcast, last week I was at a beer fest um, or beer exchange. Shout out to Harper Brewing and, and Nate Thompson. Brandon Harper, shout out to you guys. Thank you for inviting me again. The beer was good. I didn't feel that I did a, a really good podcast with that. You know, I, I felt that I was a little down because of everything that had just started. And so it took me about a week. I, I edited it the next day. It took me about a week to think about it, to think about what I was going to say. You know, I've, I've invited a few guests and, and everybody's just in panic mode and got things to do. So I, I was grateful to have this guest come in. Um, Right away, you know. Usually, I have to book somebody, you know, a month in advance. A Dang, doctor. You're trying a month. to say I wasn't your first choice? No, that what you're trying man. To say, bro? I, you know what? That's how it is, huh? No, no. <laughs> I don't know. Not like that, brother. It's, I understand. It's hard hitting that record button and just starting to talk and go. Speak truth. You got to be true. Yeah. And just hope for the best. Exactly. You know? So, I don't, uh, you know, jot questions when I even talk with doctors and. I might just have a topic or an idea, but most part when I go in to talk with a doctor or a specialist, I don't write questions. I, I just speak from the heart, you know, and if it sounds done, I'm the most dumbest person ever. And look at I started a podcast. So my guest who I'm about to introduce today, uh, I, I do speak from the heart and uh, we're going to get deep in this, this podcast. I'm excited. It's episode 21. My guest today is a longtime friend. I, I've known him for at least 10 years now. Well, 2008, yeah. He is a podcaster, and he's from the podcast Currently Nerdy. Um, he's a good friend. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you to Akbar Sharif. What's up, brother? Welcome to the show, man. Hey, it's good to be here. Um, it's a privilege to be here. Um, hey, man, you know, sometimes you just got to you gotta speak during compromising times. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, 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 no. I, everything you said at the outset is is valid you know i'm seeing with a lot of that myself but um you know at the end of the day we'll get into this whole subject matter but in any event yeah you know i appreciate you letting me come on the show my understanding is uh 
You know, it's kind of just free-flowing. And I like the fact that you don't have a bunch of preset questions, which is good, man. I like that vibe. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Tell the tell the people what, what you've been up to, man. What, what are you doing right now? Especially, I mean, because most people are, are working from home. Some people sure, are not sure, working. Sure, sure. What are you doing? I'll tell you what. At the moment, I'm now working from home. And uh, I was one of the last ones to... Uh, to kind of do it because I know it may sound corny, but I actually like sitting at my desk at work. And yes, it's a process. You got to go. You got to deal with traffic. Granted, it's only right by the John Wayne Airport right around over there mm -hmm, on mm -hmm. MacArthur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyhow, it's not far, but at the end of the day, you still got to deal with traffic. You got to go through the routine. You got to go through the thing of, you know, phony office politics. But I felt like I was more efficient. Now that you've been dealt this hand of us having to like work from home, because the CEO straight up sent a mass email saying, mm -hmm. um, listen, go ahead and t not only clock out, but at 9 p.m., everything is done. You know, at, at 9 p.m., all you guys got to go and work remote. And so IT got me set up. At first, I'm like, this is going to suck. But, dude, now I'm working. Mm. All right, dude, I did some emails. Now I'll go make some pancakes, you know. Yeah. Okay, all right. I knocked out these emails. Me and the dog going to take a long-ass walk, you know. So I'm okay with it, man. Damn. It's more of life as opposed to sitting in a freaking office all day what type of what, what type of work are you doing is it is it important for what's going on right sure now? We we're talking earlier about it that's why i wanted to ask yeah um i mean my role right now is a very minor role in the grand scheme of things but to answer your question in short i mean with everything that's going on right now we're receiving a lot of word from a lot of different clients who are trying to get um not necessarily you know advice but they want to know that there's going to be backing financial backing mm -hmm. for what they're dealing with in light of lost business income revenue lost rents outright closures mm -hmm. um non-deliverable <laughs> like it's it's not a in again uh, this isn't when you hit the panic button mm -hmm. but it's a realization mm -hmm. downsizing is a euphemism for mass layoffs in mm -hmm. many occasions mm -hmm. you know so um society i mean just you know you're already seeing, we talked about this before we started recording mm -hmm. today, like, mm -hmm. it, it it bums me out to hear that we're starting to see little, little, emphasis on little, mm -hmm. little upticks in domestic crimes, mm -hmm. domestic violence, and you're starting to see it in some areas, and it's not outright anarchy, I'm not suggesting anything like that, but it begs the question, like, we need to hit the reset button on this situation, like, we need to get right, and the economy is going to go through a free fall, but... Now just carry on, work from home where possible, mm -hmm. keep in touch with loved ones, especially ones that you maybe haven't talked to in a long time, the elderly ones particularly. Just, you know, be smart. I know it's cliche and I won't even like get into it, but just take the whole washing hands thing serious and don't be stupid and have you we're going to be fine. Have you heard uh, of them releasing a lot of prisoners from jail? Well, that begs the qu yeah. Well, is the that, issue, is that, I heard there's a big. I don't know. Release. Well, well, sure. In in response to that, low offender like I think it was nonviolent, right? Nonviolent. Sure, nonviolent offenses. And prior to this whole COVID nineteen situation even coming up, a lot of jurisdictions outright dismissed convictions for minor cannabis convictions, in essence. Yeah, that's Which what is I heard. long overdue. You know, just just dismiss them, purge them, so they're not on anybody's record because it was overkill. But to your point. Given the overcrowding in a lot of jurisdictions, it's in the public's best interest to low-level offenders who are not nothing violent, but low-level offenders who can reintegrate into society if they have some type of job, you know, carpentry, whatever it is. Um, and then in addition to that, what they're able to do as opposed to having this, they're calling it a petri dish of exposure to this shit. Because I'm not even talking Orange County. Have you seen Miami-Dade County's jails? 
I'm not even talking about the prisons. I'm talking about the intermediary phase when you're waiting for your conviction in jails, Dade mm-hmm. County. It's a cesspool, dude. It's dirty in there, and people are going to get sick. So if they're releasing low-level offenders, that's a public benefit. Although the crime that could come of it is obviously an issue. Like, you don't want people, mass people getting sick, man. That's not good. That's not intelligent. There's just so it's just so much dirtiness out there. People don't understand it. It's filthy. And I and I work in the industry. My truck is filthy. Come look mm-hmm. inside my truck mm-hmm. and see all the gunk and dirt. <laughs> and I mean, I suffered from uh, sinus infections for years, and it turned out that I was allergic to metal, metal, like metal shavings. Like if people are cutting uh-huh. metal, like these, so I couldn't do certain freight routes. Got you, got you. Because I'd pick up a lot of metal places, and yeah. and and so I'd always get, what is it? You yeah. know, am I doing that? Do too much blow? I fucked up my nose. I hear you, bro. You know me, but no. Now that I'm in intestine, I don't have that no more. Since you mentioned filth, right? Yeah. And funk. Do you? I mean, since we're talking about it, whatever. Hygiene, yeah. I mean, the have you heard of the wet market concept where this stuff originated? They're called wet markets, which is basically. Oh no, yeah, where we're, we're they're doing illegal the, shit. Do eating. you know the history of how this happened in Wuhan province? It was a bat in the soup. I saw that one. <laughs> I mean, I saw. I've seen listen, videos of an Asian dude fucking a chicken. Stop it. Stop yeah, it. I've seen a video. I don't want to hear that, dude. I don't want to hear that. There was a video, and I kept trying to get my boy to send it to me. No, why would you want? Because it's at like that? we're going to talk about like discussing yeah. this. Like, obviously, disease is going to come sure. from bestiality. Yeah, bro. You know what oh, I mean? So, goodness. all right. So check this out. <laughs> so Wuhan province. Obviously, that name is in the news now. Yeah. And we started kind of seeing it, but. This came about, in case you're curious how this wet market concept came about, and keep in mind, these wet markets are not just throughout China. Mm -hmm. They're in parts of the Koreas. I believe the north and the south, Mm -hmm. but they've been established to be in the south as well. Um, Not Japan. There's no such thing in Japan. However, Indonesia, Thailand has Mm -hmm. a good amount of them. And I would imagine Laos and Cambodia and Vietnam, although I can't say for certain, although I was in Vietnam a few years ago, and you could see that in rural areas. I could see that being, although I can't verify that. Needless to say, the concept of the wet market came about. Here's how this mess started. You mentioned the bat, right? Yeah, yeah. Bat soup, whatever it was. This is how it actually went down, bro. So check it. Mao Tse Tung, again, I'm sorry. A little bit of history. That's no, it. I'm no, not, you're no, good. No, I know, but I'm not trying to freaking. I'm, I'm on a lesson. I'm listening, bro. Feel free to give me a sign when it's a little much because I don't want to bore you no, with the history. No, no, you're good. I'll cut to the chase. Anyhow, 1949, there was a turbulent period prior to that in, in mainland China and beyond, in entire, in essentially everything. 1949, Mao Tse Tung formed the Chinese Communist Party, mm-hmm. and they took power. This officially happened that year. Mm-hmm. World War II ended in 1945. This is 1949. Mm-hmm. So this is the beginning of the Golden Age in the Americas, which was the 50s. Mm-hmm. If you recall, the 50s is the Leave it to Beaver era when mm-hmm. everything was grand, right? Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. was groovy, right? Mm-hmm. Not for all people, but generally speaking, the mainstream. So um, what happened was China started, you know, they took over in the 49, but then... By the time the 70s came around, it was terrible. The communist system was failing tragically. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I think there was only around, let's call it plus minus 900 million people in China. And there was mass starvation going on. And it was was throughout the region. What year was, you seen the movie The Samurai? 
with Tom Cruise, yeah. The Last Samurai. <laughs> no, I have not officially seen that movie. That's Japan, dude. I just watched it. But the it. Chinese and the Japanese had a bloody history, man. That's it. You know, that's 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 a lot of blood. So continue on, continue on. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, Mao Zedong's golden era was like hitting, was getting, you know, getting it tough. So 1978 rolls around. The Communist Party is saying. Shit, like, excuse me, am I allowed to? Uh, uh, yes, yeah, right, yes, right, right, right. you're good. So the, the, the party is saying, this is a problem. You know, we're going to be, the, the country is widespread famine mm-hmm. and, it's, you know, starvation. So they said at the time, the government held control of all the major food sources. In essence, grain, poultry, a pig, wheat, you know, wheat, mm-hmm. um, um, chicken, you know, fish, beef, and all, you know, in every form of it. So... They said, look, this isn't working. Our people are not eating. This system is failing. So they decided to denationalize all of those food sources. And when that happened, they said essentially, listen, this is a, we're going to treat this as free market. So what happened was wealthy, I, I would imagine landowners, although I can't say, essentially wealthy people began to start the concept of a, a poultry industry in China, a dairy industry, mm-hmm. right, grain and so forth. But those were the power brokers. And so it was working because China's GDP started growing, man. They were, they were doing well. And this became a multi-billion dollar industry while after the starvation was happening. Having said that, there were, there were lots of very, very impoverished people who could not afford those foods, right? Because mm-hmm. those were the high-end foods that were sold at a premium. And I don't know how rations work there or how that system works, mm-hmm. but a lot of people couldn't eat. So what they said was, essentially, they appealed to the Chinese government, those poor people, mm-hmm. in their own form, I don't know how, and said, listen, we can't afford this. Can we make our own food? Can we harvest food and food a- and animals and so forth as we can afford? And the government said, essentially, and I'm quoting somebody else. This is from a Vox documentary I watched. So this is their research not mine all right okay all right this dude and he's a chinese i believe a historian he was saying the government's position was to to paraphrase him if you can find a way to lift yourself out of poverty go do what you got to do they're like okay that includes snakes that includes um bats that includes turtles and so forth i later on pangolin and all that right Mm -hmm. so the government said yeah do it do it do it they're like okay cool so they did so you had these major food sources and they were being distributed and china was redistributing food and so forth but the very poor people Mm -hmm. started having these wet markets which is where you would have there's a code word wildlife Mm -hmm. you would have wildlife we're talking bats we're talking I'm going to mispronounce the name, forgive me, like Sevix Cat. So this happened in the what, the 80s? This just started happening in the 80s. Okay. Okay? So they came about and they, it continued to grow. And although it was very poor people, it developed into a multi-billion dollar industry in its own right. But they had like African animals. They had like antelope, like little baby deer. And I've seen the footage myself. Mm-hmm. Cats, dogs, um, various animals. And bats, you know, like for example, this bat thing, right? So this is on Netflix. No, you don't. You can go to freaking YouTube and watch it. Oh. Yeah, it's Vox, V O X, and type. Oh, oh yeah, Vox. I know yeah. Vox. Yeah. So, like for example, like the bats, right? They're literally on a stick. But if you take a blowtorch to it, which is what they do, and you chew on it, mm-hmm. I don't know how the physics of it work, but or more that whatever how the chemistry of it works. But the intestines are not necessarily cooked when you blowtorch it, right? Oh, I've seen them do it with their sheep. They do it with sheep too. <laughs> okay, well they do it with bats too. So and then like people are chowing. It's illegal. On them. I forgot what country I was, uh, what country it was, but they would get the sheep and they would hang it and then they would just. So anyhow, I I digressed. 
these wet markets were going on and the, the, the poor people continued going on. So the government was merely happy, number one, A, that they denationalized the major food sources, but now they secondarily created this sub-market of wildlife animals, right? Mm -hmm. And people were actually eating, but the problem is, you know, you would have one vendor who would have three bears, then you would have another vendor with turtles and mm -hmm. snakes and dogs and cats. And then the blood would mix and you would have, for example, a cage of poultry. And below it, you would have whatever, let's say turtles, right? And then below that, you would have a pangolin. P yeah. A chicken. Or chicken, whatever, <laughs> whatever. The blood and the pus, I don't, you know, I'm not trying to be gross, but yeah. all the excrement, the leftovers, the, the stuff from being caged up in shit environment drips down from one animal to the next animal, and then when a human handles the third animal, okay, man, how can you not expect some bad shit, excuse me, some bad stuff to happen, man? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's how this shit started. Now, they don't know if it was bat to pangolin or pangolin to bat, but in any event, it was through contact. Pangolin? Do you know what pangolins are? They look like armadillos, but they're, I think they're oh, smaller. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they're called. They're, they're yeah, yeah, a highly yeah. trafficked yeah, animal. Yeah, yeah, that's Maybe what I heard. Maybe the most trafficked animal in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know why. Well, they make belts out of them? I have no idea. I don't know. So the armadillos? I think they make... I don't know. What I have doing. no idea. I'm speaking about pangolins. You, pangolins. They're called pangolins. Yeah, yeah, I, was, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. it was... They said it's like an armadillo, and, but I didn't know the term. You, yeah, and I, again, I... Whatever. So then, you know, that's how you got that exposure. And so if you recall... I mean, in 2002, you know, there, do you remember the SARS H1 yeah. one I was it avian bird flu? I don't remember. We had what is it? There's so foot, many. Ha foot and hand, hand and foot. Mm -hmm. The swine flu. Remember mm -hmm. that? Yeah, yeah. And then you know SARS and uh, so forth. I can't speak to any of them really, but all I know about SARS is number one, O2. It wasn't necessarily, although it may have been, but it wasn't necessarily from Wuhan province, but it was in like. Central, like middle it, China. Th areas. They're saying there's a, a research center over there by Wuhan. I don't know what kind of research center, but I think it, it has to do with the, uh, you know, the viruses and stuff like that. Do you have you heard of anything like that? <laughs> I, That's what I heard. It's it, there's a I, look. I forgive me. Like I, I said, I mean, I'm just I'm I'm, I'm throwing it out. But I, I'm frustrated with the. I don't know if you can even call it bureaucracy over there mm -hmm. because if you recall, there was a scientist who because the Chinese government officially started taking this serious New Year 2019. Mm -hmm. But there was a scientist, I believe prior to that, but certainly before his death, which happened not too long ago, he was saying, listen, we have a problem here. Mm -hmm. This is not good. And dude, he, he, he died of coronavirus, but here's something more sinister. There was um, a very wealthy businessman, and forgive me, I, I don't know the man's name, mm -hmm. in China. Mm -hmm. I don't think he was linked to the government, but he was still very wealthy. Mm -hmm. Consider him like the equivalent of a Russian wealthy oligarch, you know, something like that. Okay. You know? So, um, it's, uh, so he, he dared criticize the, the government's response, the timeliness, the efficacy of it, all of it, you know, in, in public. He's missing. Really? He's missing. He's gone. He's, he's unaccounted for. And, and, and now... Oh, because he threatened the U.S. No, no, he didn't threaten <laughs> the U.S. He said, he said, in China, mind you, he's yeah. a very wealthy person in China. He's out there, he's, USA criticized. But he's not some, forgive me, peasant. He's a very wealthy businessman, influential in some circles out there, right? Mm. I don't know, Shanghai, Hong Kong, I'm not sure. But he said, hey, our government, the Chinese government, is not taking this serious and oh, our, he criticized the China the Chinese government, government. Oh. and he's 
Boom. Because I heard Boom. somebody else criticize China saying, hey, they dropped the ball on this one. They, they did, man. They did. And the, that's why. Oh, the doctor. Didn't the doctor die too? Yes, that's what I'm talking about. That, that's the guy I said Damn. at the outset. And get this. Like, that's why I don't know if it was Thursday of this week or Friday of this week where, you know, all of us are supposed to be happy because the Chinese government releases a statement saying, good news. There's been no new cases of coronavirus discovered in China. Like, I'm supposed to believe you, you know, like the same government that takes a dude, this wealthy businessman and disappears into the ether. Like, I'm supposed to be happy because that. No, man, you guys let this, you know, wildlife market cause this catastrophic issue. Yeah. You know, that because of your inefficiency. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, we didn't do a good job either, but we're, it's just we're not, we're not perfect right either. Yeah. Right. Right. But I'm, we're talking about the Chinese right now. Yeah. They can't always get a pass on this stuff, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when they devalue the currency, twenty mm-hmm. percent. You know how you do that, right? How? You increase the cost of um, tariffs coming into your country. That's why you know Donald Trump. Right, and they said enough of that shit because here's what happens: when you devalue your currency, you become wealthier at the expense of other people. You know what I mean? Anyhow, we're not talking about that. Yeah. So the government they did a bad job, man. And now we got this issue, and like, here's my thing, right? The well, the the very poor Chinese could very well justifiably look at me and say, "Dude, okay, that's easy for you to say, saying from a position of privilege. You have a job. You live in a first world country. You know, forgive me, China. You know, I'm saying, I, you know, whatever. We're <laughs> You're doing, good. We're doing okay. no, yeah. I'm doing my best. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And like, but like, we have nothing to eat. We can't afford steak and and pork and chicken and grain. Like." F you, dude. Like, you don't know my life, you know? And they would have a valid point. Mm-hmm. My response to that is, you know, the government, your government, the Chinese mm-hmm. government, mm-hmm. you need to, like, find a way to redistribute wealth because the the there's a small circle of very wealthy people mm-hmm. and a lot of starving people. And it's kind of BS. Now, we know that this year, I think, was the 20th anniversary of the Tiananmen Square you know, the mm-hmm. attempt at the, the coup mm-hmm. and the man who stood in front of the tanks. You know, that man was yeah. never found, right? Well, of course. Yeah, he's gone. 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 But his... his you know what? I was thinking about that early, earlier this week and I was in the shower. You know, because before I get a podcast going, uh, like when I schedule it, I always start thinking, you know, I start thinking of the podcast. What I'm going to talk about? Who am I going to bring in? Who, who, you know, who can I have a conversation with? And... It was and and what's going on with this with this COVID and and they're they're gonna bring in the National Guard and people are just just talking out of their their wazoo's and and one thing that you know I've learned from my past and, and going through certain things like the economy crash in two thousand eight mm-hmm. is I'm prepared this time I understand how things work and and for some reason I thought of that Asian dude I go those tanks start coming I'm gonna put my I go no man we're living wrong. We're doing things wrong, and, and, and people are getting too rich, you know, and, and taking over, for example, what you're talking about with China. And that pisses me off, dude, because we're heading that way, I feel. You I know, don't if we, think we don't, we're at we, that point, man. We have our issues. The, with the surveillance over there in China, yes, they, they yeah, have. but that's not a good thing, man. The yeah, fact that they crack down that way is it's authoritarian, man. You know, and listen, 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 before any, because nobody knows me on your show. Please understand, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not speaking, I'm telling you with a straight face. No, now. no, yeah. I'm not speaking political slant. I'm not speaking left. I'm not <laughs> speaking right. I'm not speaking center. I'm speaking with I'm, what, what I read I and what like I see. I would like to just speak facts, because I know we live in a time facts. where people beef over look this it shit, up. man. Well, yeah, look it people up. People beef. Yeah, you know? look it this up. This is what it is. This is what's going on in China mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's not a lie. So all that to say... 
I don't get particularly happy when some meme goes up, which is based on actual facts, that mm -hmm. says the Chinese government, and lift yourselves up, the Chinese government announced, announced today there was no new case of coronavirus. Dude, you guys are... But don't you, think on, our man. don't you think our mainstream media, local channels do the same shit to us too, Well, though? keep in mind, dude, it's, it's an election year, dude. You know, you know November, <laughs> yeah. something's going to happen. You know what I mean? I had, this, I had this one guy on the podcast, Pedro Estrella. What's up, homie? He was on the podcast, like I think like episode seven. He, right. he ran for city council for city of Santa Ana. He was up for another uh, election recently. I, I think he won. He won. He won a certain like the council members of the Democratic Party, whatever. Either way, you know, he he came, was on the podcast and he's well spoken. You know what I mean? He, he talks about issues, you know, like what we're talking about. Yeah. And I'll continue on. So, um, yeah, man. So, anyhow, let's, let's, let's address the facts and be done with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, so, addressing the facts. So, you know, now in 2002, after SARS went, and I don't know, what is it, 200-plus people died from SARS? I don't remember exactly. So, anyhow, um, it got addressed, and the government did crack down on some of these wet markets throughout China. But because the wildlife market has such a strong lobby influence in the Chinese government, mm -hmm. After SARS died down, they kind of like started up again. And in 1988, sorry, I'm not trying to bore Go you with back. facts. No, I'm, I'm listen, listening. Listen. I'm cracking open 19, another beer. 1988, because the Chinese government was seeing that the poor people were actually able in ways to sustain themselves with these wet markets. Although they were, I'm just speaking facts. I'm being respectful. They were filthy, man. And they were awful. What was going on to animals in there, dude? I'm just speaking facts. Don't, I'm no okay, now the world is like saying China... Seriously, do you know that in Italy right now, my man, Italy, I have one of my best friends from, I lived in Barcelona for a minute and I have some friends. How long did you live in Barcelona for? Oh man, what was this? Cause I, I did my master's in Berlin, Germany in two, cause I left Massachusetts in, I took the July 2007 bar, the state California, the California bar. I was practicing in Massachusetts prior to that. And, um, what's that buzzing sound? You hear that? Yeah. Yeah. My phone's off. Should I turn my phone off? Yeah, anyhow. So I I know I, it, it happens all the time. So when I left Massachusetts, I had time to kill waiting for my California bar results. And I don't have a job. I didn't know anything. And um, I moved out here and I didn't have a gig. So I was just like, you know, I'm like, you know, why don't I rather than you know spin my spin my fingers, let me just you know, go get a degree. So <laughs> I always liked international politics. I knew this wouldn't turn into a job, but I just basically moved out there. All that to say, I lived in Berlin for a year. I dug it. That's one of my favorite cities in the world, actually. Berlin is an awesome town, man. You got to get to Germany. And if you go to Germany, there's two cities you have to see. You have to see Munich and you have to see Berlin with a shout out to Köln, my buddy uh, Ajmal and Thomas and, uh, and Wessling. What's up? Sulo de Boss. I know what's up. Yeah, it's my homeboy. He's a dentist out there. And um, so, yeah, so I moved out here. What the hell were we talking about? My bad, my bad. My oh, bad. you're talking about you living in Barcelona. Yeah, so I lived in Barcelona. I got to know people from Europe out there, from Holland, from Sweden, from, from, from Italy and so forth, and a, a few cats from Brazil even. And then one, uh -huh. a singer, uh, she was very cool, my friend Nancy Wallinger from London. Um, so we all split up. So I hit up these guys once in a blue moon. Be like, hey, man, what's good? What's up with you and your family? He goes, hey, man, like, uh, Clemmy was one of our French friends. He goes, he's having twins. He's doing good. He lives in France. The reason why I hit up this dude, um, he, lives, uh, he was like, he lives in northern 
Italy. Yeah. And they got an issue over there, man. Wow, I like, heard it's getting crazy. Like, all of Italy's – keep in mind, Italy is only the size of – let's call it Michigan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, they're getting slammed. And I don't know why Italy's getting hit so hard. But they got thousands left. You know they got a policy over there right now where basically if you're 80 and above, we're going to – it's not because we're cruel people, but we got to let you die and try to save a bed and resources and personnel for someone below 80 because it's bad, dude. Damn. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah, my mom called me the other and day. She never me, gets yeah. scared. And she goes, Steven, I heard somebody. I talked to somebody that knows somebody within the government. Everybody knows somebody Shit. that's worth something. <laughs> and they said, it's going to get bad. And so my mom, she came in the morning. She picked up my lady and... My dad, he's retired from Gosh. Boeing, and they oh, went. Where? They went to uh, Boeing. Oh, Boeing the airline. Yeah, Boeing. Yeah, yeah. 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 He made the C seventeen. Nice. Like he 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 was a guy that ordered all the parts and all that stuff. Um, so anyways, they took all he they took all. Yeah, he retired at fifty two. Okay. Good. So yeah, 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 yeah. Nice good. pension and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they take off. You know, in the morning, he's banging out the door six in the morning because you got to be in line to get toilet paper at Target. Stop it, dude! Right now. I've been delivering the Spartan Final, um, Albertsons. Like, those are all my rounds. And just Irvine, intestine alone. Intestine. And uh, the lions, you have to wait to get in. And then when you walk in, they okay. spray you down. All right, Dex, listen. I don't understand something. And this isn't my thinking. Someone else said this. Listen, this is a very serious situation. Yeah. A respiratory situation. Turn the mic. You know, the, a respiratory issue. It, it involves your lungs. It's not, you know, catastrophic you know, a diarrhea. So what is this fascination with, um, with, with toilet paper? Like, is it, I mean, someone was explaining to me that the reason why people are, are hoarding toilet paper right now is that they have a hunker down mentality. Like I need to be ready to not go anywhere for a, a period of time, whatever that is. Okay. So fine. Get toilet paper. But do you, why, why are you so, you know why that pisses me off? Because, you know, these jackasses go do this, and then you see a little old lady pushing her cart. Maybe she's like 80-some-odd years old. She's by herself. She's a widow. And she can't get toilet paper because, you know, Stephen from Tehachapi, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. not you, whatever. Yeah. I just threw out a name <laughs> out, you know, like decides that he's going to turn this some asshole. Mm. And I think it was Tennessee, bought $17,000 worth of hand sanitizer. Dude, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't punch almost anybody in the face because i don't believe in violence but that dude at a bar if he got socked in the face i'd be okay with it because you're an asshole you know people are tripping I you see know it. people are I tripping see it all day i bet he was trying to make a profit ultimately he got pressured into giving it away to charity but it wasn't because of the benevolence oh the guy who it. bought all the sanitizer yeah, he yeah. bought like fourteen thousand bottles 17 seventeen thousand dollars oh worth, yeah man. dude you you everybody's always trying to come on a come up dude yeah it's on my phone now shit you know, we had shady shit of post 9-11 too. Fake charities, remember that? You gotta be a special kind of piece of shit to capitalize. What about the midget? Did you see about the midget? What are you talking about? There's a midget. The that dude who got bullied? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they said he d- committed suicide. No way. That, it's a lie. It's a lie, right? It's a lie. Well, they said that, that he's not six years old. He's 21. Stop, He had dude. pictures of him and his homies. And he had a beard. <laughs> he's flipping people off. Stop, Yeah, man. dude. Yeah, I'll show you when we're done. <laughs> I'll show you when he did. I go, oh, he's fucking. And I'm, hey, I'm saying this on the air as a guest on your show. If you're spreading fake news about a little kid, you're (laughs) fucked, man. (laughs) 
No, the, um, I looked them up too, and uh, I don't know. They, could, they said he's seven. He's he twenty one, but he's twenty one. <laughs> and then you look at his profile, and it says he's an actor. But there's pictures of him in high school, dude. Like, like his his, his prom. He's got his homies, and they're taking pictures, and he's flipping them off. Oh, my God, because he oh acted like he got beat up, yeah, right? Dude. And he, hey, got hey, hey. he got paid, too. I'll tell you what. You know I don't what? know what happened you know, with that. It died you know, down. I got one thing to say about that. You know who that guy's role model is? Chappelle even did a skit on him. Uh, uh, Jesse Smollett. Remember him? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Isn't he still going to court? That he they're going to get him? He should be. Would, Obama had, is it true Obama stop had it, to make a call no, so no. The, the DA wouldn't press Listen, charges? I'm dude. not going to get into dirty politics. <laughs> I'm not going to spread shit that I can't speak on. So I'm giving you out of that. All I can, am willing to tell you about that is partner. Okay, no, no, no. Hold up, hold up. Yes, what he did was shitty. <laughs> but, okay, sorry. This needs to be said. You thought listen, listen. Did you see yeah. did you hear listen. the Dave Chappelle stand up? He when the police showed good. up, oh it was hilarious. Yeah. Chappelle killed it on that. <laughs> he said, when the police showed up, I'm not making this up. <laughs> he had the noose still around his neck and they said <laughs> Why the why would you have why would you have the noose around your neck when the police showed up? Why would you do that? Like you're not traumatized enough from what just happened? In Chicago? Now, this is bullshit what I'm doing because this is all Chappelle's thinking, you know? So Chappelle gets the credit here. But that was a funny skit, man. That was a funny skit. Yeah, because they ignored the news. They they ignored. Admit it, though. When you, you first know, heard it, you are like, damn, that's but terrible. When, but when he said, what, what was he, it? The, the what goes, he hey, said, come here, buddy. Keep in mind, it was winter in Chicago. And he said, and this was like not the outskirts, and not Cabrini Green, where they filmed Candyman. You know Candyman? They got a new remake of that coming out, by the way. Yeah. The remake of Candyman. That's going to be tight. I've never seen Candyman. You haven't seen the original Candyman? Is it a horror movie? Yeah, man. And it's not super scary, but it's a good movie. Is it about a myth? Oh, dude. It's kind of an actual, like, it's it's a very, it's a it's an urban legend that exists. Yeah. Uh, yeah Cabrini a, Green. A little small. Listen, oh, yeah. Listen, I'm going to look at I got some on the very, binge watch. There's a very watch famous uh, project housing complex in Chicago called Cabrini Green. Okay? They're isolated from, uh, you know, there's in constitutional law, there's been very few instances. These are two Latin terms. Forgive me. De jure means on its face. It's mm -hmm. right there. It's right there. De jure. Mm -hmm. De facto means, like, it's, it's an alternative, but it's provable. Right? Mm -hmm. But it's not... The evidence is not standing out on its own. So there's very few instances of city officials or the equivalent thereof being overtly racist towards certain groups of people. Mm -hmm. But one of the few examples of de jure on its face racism mm -hmm. came from Chicago in that apartment complex. You know how? Because the city officials, they planned that housing complex, Cabrini Green, mm -hmm. The Hood, um, and they used blueprints from South African shanty towns during the apartheid era, which was designed to keep the, the blacks away from the city. And they would have to commute, but they would be essentially segregated. This was outright apartheid in Africa, but the city officials in Chicago used those blueprints to design how they wanted to put up this low-income housing complex, Cabrini Green, away from Chicago proper. So that place that complex there's an urban legend about a guy named Candyman, right mm -hmm. i'm whatever I'm, i don't want to no, yeah, yeah, yeah. check it peep it peep okay it. yeah good. yeah yeah i was ready for you to tell me the whole guy's story i was like oh, damn it's no, no. better than a movie 
<laughs> All right, listen, what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about, uh, let's see, COVID. We are talking about the where it came from. Hey, 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 in your text message to me, you mentioned stocks. Oh, let's get stocks. this part. Oh, handled, right? yeah. Well, hey, do you so invest? what's going on with, Dude, okay, now, now that now this is happening. 13 plus down, Dow Jones, S&P, Standard & Poor's, down as well. Like, are we going to recover? Yes. Here's my point. Mm-hmm. You mentioned this off the air. Mm-hmm. Hey, our homeboy, Freddie. What up, Freddie? Mm-hmm. I hear you're in the mortgage industry. Oh. I would imagine this is I, – I talked – I asked Gax. I'm like, how is this not a good time for those with liquid capital to either buy outright, but for those that don't have capital right now – and forgive my ignorance. Mm-hmm. Now is a good time to get a mortgage, is it not? I think you wait a little bit longer. See, see what the outcome is. Take it they're down. not gonna change gonna, it. The, the interest fed, rates are low, not, bro. The, the, it's the, like one or two percent, something yeah, like that. But they're not gonna change it. They're not gonna change it for a long time. Hey, tax. Yeah. You know, tax day is now July fifteenth. We mm-hmm. got three extra months yeah. to file. Oh, I do mine the first day. <laughs> My I paid off credit card. I had just fin- <laughs> I had just finally paid off credit card because I yeah, I, I got hit. Two thousand eight. <laughs> I got hit. Yeah. Okay. All of us did, My house. You know what I mean? I had a short sale house. Dude, I left Boston, dude. You, it, know? you know, it sucked. And and I got hit. So I'm more. Am I more prepared this time around? Yeah. Yes. I'm, because you I'm mentioned something like economic crisis of 2008. Like that clearly resonates it's with you. It's just kind of the right? same thing. You know, I, I would say it's the same thing. We're going through a crisis because look at what's more the market, the industry, the, the people packet, working. The stimulus package That's, is they're saying it's plus minus a trillion dollars. And um, here's the deal. There's a misconception out there that everyone's getting a check for a thousand. That's not true. You have to be in a certain tax bracket, a certain income, mm-hmm. and you get money. Also, small businesses are getting, I think it's the equivalent of loans, which is a good thing. Because yeah. and I would imagine no interest during this time period, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a good thing. And if we can allow businesses to, like, you're not going to have a lot clearly foot traffic. What if about you own the a banks? Cafe. Well, the airline industry is getting bailed out. Yeah. And that's that's not chump change. A customer of mine, she told me that uh, she lost eight grand in uh, JetBlue stock. Uh, I heard Vegas is going to get bailed out, too. Did you hear that? No way. Is that true or is that BS? I heard. I mean, I hope not. Nobody. I mean, did I? A lobby's a lobby, dude. If you're power. I don't know. I can just heard it. I, it's not we just don't. We just don't know. Source. We just don't know what's going to happen out there. Okay, but dude, part of it. Don't panic, though. Just I'm not know, panicking. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm. You know, I'm. I go to work, dude, and dude. I'm. Am I scared? Yeah. What? Yeah, Fuck. you should be. You know, am I scared? Yeah, but you know what? I have faith. You know what I mean? I have faith in the universe. I have faith in in, in, in nature and in Mother Nature, and everything's just gonna keep balancing. Harder, and I keep my you know, my spirit, my faith, and I and I. Just what like, am I doing you know, it for, dude? Hey, hey, I'm not gonna be on a soapbox about anything. <laughs> Cause, 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 I'm the first to admit I have no shortage of, of like foul, my, no, flaws, my, my all po- of it, right? My podcast, but, but they try, all know my, they, I, I, I've told. Them I was there's like, something, I was there's something refreshing, and okay. I'm not saying I'm this person, but I have shades of it once in a blue moon. When you are, when you, when you live righteous, and I just say that one time, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. you actually do feel better. You actually do feel mm-hmm. better. You do, you do. You know, like you know, we've all been grimy, you know, but. Being righteous, it's easier to sleep at night. Let me tell you. Well, starting this podcast, I mean, this is one of the reasons I started the podcast was to, to tell people and, and to help. And, and I've helped people. You know, this podcast has been played for, you know, people. I had a, these guys called, uh, have you heard of the Kratom plant? I have not, sir. The Kratom plant, it's a cousin of the coffee plant. And it's supposed to help people get off of opioids. 
Um, well, it's not it. It helps people, you know what I mean? Because when people get off of heroin, they get off of opioids. Um, they try to get off it. They they go through this phase of detoxing, and uh-huh. you got mental issues. I mean, we, I'll talk to you off the line because all my listeners know I've told talked to it plenty of times. But long story short, um, these guys came on the podcast, and and when I I was addicted to opioids, you know, and I, you know started from a bad back, and, and then went down the down the hill from there. For me to get off of opioids, I had uh-huh. to get on this medication because we know we got opioid. Uh, Epidemic going on right now. Yeah, right? we, we got a battle. So yeah. across the country, um, I got I got addicted, got off through medication sold by Purdue. Okay, you the medication Purdue what? Purdue, you know Purdue's the company that the made, chicken company. No, Purdue's the one that made all the all those fucking uh, the Purdue. They made all the opioids. I had no idea. Okay. Yeah. It's you ever seen the doctor? Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I don't. I'm ignorant about the subject matter. Oh, Forgive really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, this no, is the only thing I'm a professional on. Fucking right. doing drugs. Nah, just kidding. Look at you. Uh, how you word so everything like that. Have you, have you seen that video? Uh, what was that movie that just came out? I'll send it to you. It's on Netflix. What's it's it a series. It's about this pharmacist. And, oh, the uh, pharmacist. So. I haven't seen it. Yeah. It is called the pharmacist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy I shit. Seen yeah. It. I it's good. It. It's really good. He nails it. Uh-huh. Um, I won't spoil that one. So we'll go back. We'll, we'll get you on the podcast again. I'll watch Candyman. <laughs> you, you watch Hermeses. Okay, keep in mind. So the podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. is about helping people and educating people and, and getting people an open mind. You know, so when I when I tell you about this is an open platform, you know what I mean? There's no soapbox or anything like that. But I, w- I went through a phase and and I got through these hard times and I started a podcast because I wanted to be motivational. I wanted to help people. I wanted to educate people. So you being here, you're telling people, you're, you're telling people facts and that's what I, that, <laughs> you know what I mean? So this is a, this is a relaxed. It's, it's not your podcast, fucking fantasy football. We got to get to that too. You know what I mean? But th- this is, th- this is to help people and educate them. And, and hey, did you hear Todd Gurley got signed by the Falcons? Is that true? Yeah, I think it's true. Uh, Watch him come back and be all money, because Devonta Freeman got cut. I don't think he wanted to be with the Rams or what. Dude, him, he was either faking an injury or he gave the middle finger to Todd Gurley after he got paid. To 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 uh, to the Rams. To the Rams, going. excuse me. After he gave it, Sean McVay and Stan Kroenke and everything, because Gurley kind of someone someone else in my other league said this. He kind of pulled a Sean Alexander. I feel like on on why why on would that he, team? Why would he want to do that though? It's a good team. He's beefing with McVeigh, clearly, dude. There's something, right? How the hell do you explain what happened last year? Excuse me, excuse me. The year when the Pats, that's what's up, won the Super Bowl against the Rams? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Gurley was like either he wasn't healthy or McVeigh phased him out. But he ran hard. Even in the Super Bowl, he didn't get a lot of carries. But he ran one play so hard, he got stopped by Patrick Chung. He's, I think, a a, a – a weak side safety. He's a safety for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Chung broke his hand on that play. Todd Gurley was running angry in the Super Bowl. But they decided, who the hell did they run the ball with? Was it, it wasn't Daryl Henderson. Was it Malcolm Brown? Like, who was running the ball I don't remember. for the, the lion's share of the Rams season? I don't know. But next year, I think it's, and we'll talk to fantasy later. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think depending on the le- size of your league, I'm in a 14-man league. That's the only league I'm in. That, I think, Daryl Henderson, I think he's a worthy sixth-round pick, in my opinion, in a 14-man league. 
in like in like a ten man league, mm-hmm. dude, dude, come on, get him with your like eleventh round pick. You know what I mean? Because he's gonna fall. But I think he's someone to consider. I don't even know. We, we got to get through this first. I don't even know if we're gonna have an NBA season. Oh gosh, that sucks because the Lakers were starting to look good too. Because the opening day game, the Clippers beat them, uh, but this last game, the Lakers won. So that's that's interesting. You know, Marcus Smart tested positive for the Celtics. So what made you go? What makes you go and get checked? Are you, are you feeling that fucking well, fucked up? In a like, lot oh, of places, oh. they don't even test you if you're asymptomatic because they they only want to focus on people with like, okay, you may got something going on. If you just you just as you cough. You say that? Mm. <laughs> That's not a sick call. That's call. I just took a fucking rip. Um, like, yeah, no. I mean, they're in a lot of places. They're not even temp- testing asymptomatic people. And I also hear that. What's asymptomatic? Like, you're not showing any symptoms. Symptoms. You're not coughing. You don't have a fever. Because I had you're a buddy tell me. He goes, if you're, you're O positive, you're able to fight it. But if you're like A, I don't know. Bro. I don't know the blood types. I don't know the details. I don't know how that works. But I know people who have compromised immune systems or if you have asthma, if you, if you don't have good lungs, um, you know, it could, it could have more effect on you. Because, for example, Tom Hanks and I think his wife, too, they're out of the hospital now, you know. So people can recover. And you don't have to be, like, you know, in the prime of your life. You just – you can't be – What a, makes you – You wh- can't be a train wreck and, and expect to get through this. And you also, if you're very old or if you have really bad lungs or some serious illness or cancer, people like, you know, and that's why when you see those dumb spring breakers in Florida, like partying and Mm -hmm. shit, hey, if I get the Rona, I get the Rona, like, okay, man, I get it. You have free will. You have the right to do what you want to do. Your dumbass wants to go do this shit. But when you and, you know, this was someone else's thinking. This isn't my novel thinking. What if that dumbass goes, gets their groceries for the week and they're standing in the produce aisle next to a woman with cancer? And they give it to her. She didn't party in spring break. She just wants to survive cancer. And she's got it now, and she's going to die. Mm-hmm. That makes you a fucking asshole. Sorry. Do you, no. Do you see it differently? <clears throat> because you want to go party? YOLO, whatever they call it? Never thought about this growing up at that age. If I was at that age, I'd, I'd probably be ignorant, too. I, I guess we could say he's ignorant, you know, and, and not, because I didn't go through that phase where we had to be segregated. You know, if I'm 21, mm-hmm. you're partying, you're hanging out, and... You know, and then back then, I don't know what was going on. You know, what type of... of but I, we ignored it. Man. That's part we of being righteous. It. You know, don't mess with your community. Love where you live, you know? Seriously. But, I mean, we're, we're all going through this at the same time. And, you know, if you look at the history of, it, of what everybody's gone through, you know, I mean, we've had a good, a, a good eight years of everybody hanging out, restaurants and mm-hmm. sporting events. Jobs. And, 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 but Jobs. now everything's at a halt. No one's making any money. I don't even know. Are the athletes getting paid while they're staying home? Because I mean, when it comes down to it, they get paid by game. They have a union. Yeah, but if you have a guaranteed contract, you're good. So then the the, the guy, owners who write the checks are the ones that are suffering because they're not getting any money. Dude, don't feel sorry for the NFL owners. <laughs> they're doing just fine, buddy. They're doing just fine. In fact, they have money for, not to call anybody out, but like Robert Kraft, like you mentioned um, opioids earlier. Mm-hmm. There's a place, you know, Methadone Mile, man. Boston, you know, I lived there. I spent some mm-hmm. of my best years in Massachusetts. Methadone, yeah. You know, method- I mean, well, the, the, look, we got a problem. Like, yes, go take care of your athletes, buddy. But beyond that, like, you know, fork over a couple mil to, you know, this the state. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you know, it's, 
the, uh, my point is they got money to burn. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're doing just fine. Mm-hmm. Do you know that the uh, the uh, the CBA, the 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 collective bargaining mm-hmm, agreement mm-hmm. that went down, we're gonna have a 17 week season, which is kind of cool because now we have 17 weeks. And then they can smoke weed too. At that, and we have, and for our purposes, instead of three, I think it's three preseason games. We now only have two. So like, you're only gonna have to see two BS games, it's and a then rough it's game. like the fantasy season starts. The fantasy season starts. I'm looking forward to it, dude. I lost in the playoffs. We just gotta get. We just gotta stay home. Keep your distance. I guess this stuff's really contagious. Anyhow, you know, I'm, I'm putting myself on the line, and uh, you know, I, I don't know, you know, what I should do, you know, as far as protecting myself when I'm out there t- touching packages, touching doorknobs, and people keep going. Your car, bro, you're fine. And wash hands. I mean, I rarely get sick. You uh, know, I don't don't flirt around with this. But you know what I mean. Don't, I'm don't, starting to wear gloves. I'm like, well, fuck. Whatever you got to do. Another thing I would suggest is, um, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you have work boots and you walk in grimy, filthy areas, I'm just telling you, consider li- leaving them by the doormat outside your house. People are leaving their packages out so, front now. So don't track funky-ass work boots into the house. You know, I'm how just much saying. Co- how much co- more contagious is this compared to Ebola? Oh, Ebola, Ebola is, let's just say it in a sentence, exponentially worse than this. Yeah. Ebola ate your insides, dude. Ebola ate your insides. But it's not as contagious then, right? I can't speak to that. I would imagine, well, we don't know. The the jury's out on this thing, dude. You know, like they're saying, wash your hands and do the social distancing thing and all that. But I'm hearing six feet. I'm hearing whatever. You know, it can stay on cardboard. It can stay on metal. Mm -hmm. It stays obviously on the ground. For and they have a day guideline that they use. There is a lie out there that said that as the weather was going to warm up, this flu was going to evaporate with it. Mm-mm. That's BS. That's not true. Wow. Yeah. I got buddies in Arizona and they're like, oh, we're good. We're over good. Here. No, it's going to burn like off. Saudi Arabia, too. No, you guys are not off the hook. And I hope I'm wrong. I really, no, put this out there on the air on your, on your show. I hope I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But what I'm hearing from, I don't know if it's the WHO or the CDC, said, that may be true, but we can't confirm that, which I think is a fair statement, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not taking. Yeah. They're just saying we're not saying it's wrong, but whoever's saying that's a sure thing, stop viewing this as a regular flu. Just stop it, you know. Stop it. Flus have different strains. Wow, excuse me. Flus have various strains. The yeah, common yeah. cold is a form mm-hmm. of this type of virus, well, but it they mutate. They're they mutate, different. Yeah, they're, they're powerful. Different. Um and. They hit you differently. It's like you mentioned blood types. I don't know how that stuff works. Yeah, but he said you know, like if you're all positive, you're able to fight it more. And and then if uh, I don't know what the blood types was. A, we got A. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, me either. Yeah. I think it was A and uh, A type, and and those ones are more vulnerable to okay. getting it and, and not surviving. So I'm probably talking out of my ass. I'm one of my fucking let second me, tall cans. Let me but, ask you um, something else. Let me ask you guys something else. Um, because I'm the, <laughs> I don't have a straight answer for this one. Mm-hmm. You know when they close the gyms? Yeah. Because yeah. I was I was a little disappointed by that. Because you know, like me, me, and my old lady, we enjoy you know going to hers. It's not as big as the one that I like to go to, but it's fun. You know, we have fun with it and everything. And yes, I'll be honest. I probably need to do more cardio outside mm-hmm. anyway. Plus, my dog gets exercise, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of truth to that. But man, like I miss the squat rack. 
I miss bench. I miss mm-hmm. free weights. Mm-hmm. I miss you know. You gotta do prison style, dude. Look up on YouTube. Go prison burpees, style workouts. You yeah. gotta do burpees. <laughs> you gotta do uh, what do they call mountain climbers? My brother-in-law, he was installing a. a, a he made. He went to the Home Depot and he got pipes and and the L pipes and he bolted it, it Rocky in front Four of, style in front, of, yeah, in front of the house. He and I go. That's perfect. I go. When we're all on lockdown, I'll go. Come on, we'll just start doing pull ups hey, do hey, in front hey, of everybody. Do you remember, do you remember Rocky, Rocky Four when he was training against Drago? Yeah. He was in that barn. He yeah. Was in a barn with a fireplace. Yeah. And he put the whole family in that horse carriage. And he lifted the horse carriage. Yeah. We gotta pull. You gotta do that on the couch. You gotta put your family <laughs> the on the couch. couch. Go. Like, hey, Gax, it's IKEA. Let's get a snap, man. This is IKEA. Chill, yeah, chill, chill. Dude. <laughs> no, living spaces. <laughs> let's go let's go you know because yeah i was thinking uh i was like okay i gotta do something with the kids i've been at work and i was like okay i got i gotta i gotta make sure because they're at home because when they're at home they seem to enjoy it but now that now this has happened they're like they tell my lady they go we want to go back to school what age group are they uh my son's 11 okay he's a black belt in taekwondo oh. shout out to yeah. Isaac. Hey, shout uh, out to my boy Ethan Gomeros, young man, just got a black belt too. That's my yeah. old lady's youngest. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, it took a while for us to get it from. They wanted a thousand bucks for it. A thousand? Uh, no, seven hundred. It was seven hundred. Oh, uh, I heard because they have to ship the belt from Korea and shit. Do they? Yeah, I don't know. I d- I pick up from a place down the street and, and the and black belt. <laughs> yeah, I I pick up all the belts. This guy's Korean, but not the black belt. No, they're all different colors. He, I'd walk through his warehouse and he had all he did all he delivers all the gear and he gets it from China and and every time I'd pick up from him they're going to different jo- dojos yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so I was like oh I, I go I get you a black belt for two dollars did you send your son to Cobra Kai remember Cobra Kai from Karate Kid yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's where the, that's where Johnny went put him in a body bag Johnny <laughs> put him in a body bag Johnny put him in a body bag yeah sweep the leg sweep the leg <laughs> yeah. uh so yeah, then my other my young my youngest. Well, I have a seventeen year old too. She's just sleeping all day. Uh, but my seven year old, she wants to go back to school. She's in what second grade? Okay. And they're all I want to go Those back to school because they can't be alone. Yeah, they go. I want to go back. I want to go home. Or, you know, I want to go back to school. Yeah. Um. So what I'm gonna do is I saw it on on you on not YouTube IG. This guy did the the Columbine NFL Columbine. Combine, not Combine. Columbine. <laughs> One is a mass shooting Combine. in Littleton, Colorado that changed America. Combine. All right. He did and a Combine, Combine for his daughter yeah, yeah. I saw or his son. I you saw see that, that one? Saw, saw uh, I'm going to do yeah. it. Yeah? Yeah? Columbine. You said Columbine. <laughs> Damn. Where's your mind at, dog? Well, you're talking about because you, t- you told me earlier about you're saying, yeah, they're starting to beat people up. Like, I'm in front of the house. I'm drinking a tall can after work, and I'm scoping because people are driving by. Cause yeah, the looting's gonna start, dude. If if the if people don't what, stay calm, what do they call them? The porch bandits, the people uh, who steal the packages. Oh yeah, those porch Amazon? bandits. Amazon, yeah. yeah. No, that shit it. is real, dude. Like, you know what I did during? <laughs> a, I was walking through an apartment complex, and you know I deliver. I've been doing a lot of supplies. That's such a and everybody's move, home. Yeah. I not. I would knock on the door, and and I go, UPS, got your toilet paper and water here. And then I, I would leave, and it was funny because there were people watching. There, oh. and I heard laughing. That's not very they're nice. Laughing. Yeah, because they're gonna steal their shit. <laughs> yeah, they're stealing their shit. I don't. I'm it's not so a fan of that. And they started laughing. But it begs the question: What's the alternative? Like, how do you? A sock. What? You're gonna have to use a sock to wipe your ass. No, man. I'm talking about like <laughs> making the. 
How do you? Okay, all right. Is the, what the? I don't know. Is this how they do it? Like, if you don't, if you know your shit is gonna get jacked, like, do you tell them, hey, I have to pick it up from you? Like, is that is is that an option for people? Um, they have access points, but those are closed. Stores, access, right? Yeah, like like Michaels, CVS. There, those are access so points. You give so, them, give me your ID. They're like, yeah, your your UPS is over there. Or you can leave it at the office. There's different ways. Right. You know, right. Uh, you could require a signature, but we're not getting signatures anymore. We just re- rewrite in the board COVID because. Uh, what? Yeah, there's no more. No more. Like, if you got wine and you need to sign for it, uh-huh. you're not signing for it. I'm sorry, dude. I'm going to sign for you. And you got to. And it's all trust because you could be like, I didn't sign for it. COVID did. COVID 19. Nice. Nice. You know, but we have to do those precautions. I used to get real a lot sick when I used to hand my board to people. They and they would sign and really, get, yeah. Um, now they don't require to grab my board; they just use the pen. Okay, it, yeah, yeah so, I know, but they still use the pen. But right? no, yeah, but look at um, every di- every business delivery required a signature. We have this new thing called CIR um, certified. It's, it's like, it means I leave your packages here. You don't have to sign for it. You want another one? I'll get it myself, dude. No, Keep I got it. It's right there. Take an IPA if you got one. No, man, we'll take a break. We're all good. Right. All right. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You recording? <laughs> oh, I'll, take, I'll take a break from talking. <laughs> man, this is such a sweet little setup you have here, dude. It's pretty nice, man. Pretty nice. Yeah, it's not all professional, bro. They, I'd leave it in. They, it's not. You got a good thing going, dude. I, li- I like Anyhow, man. Um, well, maybe I should just do this. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. I want, uh, Thank you, sir. There Oh, man. But, yeah, we'll see, man. I f- we'll see how this shakes out. I feel like um, we'll come on okay. The only thing that I'm totally hazy on is the timeline. And I don't want to beat this subject matter to death. Oh, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the timeline. Well, let's talk about well, how long you think this is going to be. So, July. Are Somebody's talking, saying July. Oh, I'm hearing maybe early next year. <laughs> I heard that one, too. I was, I think that. I was thinking positive. <laughs> July would be amazing. You, what do you think? What do you think? What, straight what up, I, straight what up. What I think? Put it out there. If it gets worse, we're going to... Define worse. Where we're going to have to be... Everyone's just have to stay home. Like, you can't go nowhere. Grocery stores even? No. How am I supposed to, to eat, partner? I think they're just slowly doing it, man. Then the, the military is going to come in. Uh, the not, not military, National Guard and maybe... So they will food. facilitate people. If oh. it gets that bad, dude. If it gets that bad, I mean, if, if we're limiting contact, but the way they're saying is it's two, 2.5 more times contagious than the regular flu. And what we got, what, 60,000 people that die a year from the flu, 90,000 between 60 and 90,000 people die from the wow. flu. That's from what I've researched. You go Google it. If you don't believe me, um, okay. they're estimating what 10 10 times more than that really deaths yeah wow so i could be wrong but it it, it, it's bad did you hear that was it again forgive me if i got my facts wrong is it like 2.4 2.6 million potential deaths they're saying in california alone 56 percent as of yesterday i think is will get it so more than half of people are, are gonna catch this and that's what scared me the most i was like well so Half of us are gonna get this, dude. That's that's staggering. We could have wow. already had it, and not and just been able to blow it. it. St- cycle yeah, through it. That dude. would be amazing if you could just. Cycle no, I think through that it. a lot of people are, 
but it, it's going after the Audi. That's because actually, it, I have it, a question for you. Forgive me. I didn't mean yeah, to interrupt yeah. you. Go ahead. If you got it and, you know, God willing, cycled through it, could you get it again? No, I heard that you can't. You can't. But you know what else I, I heard? Know. It affects men more, more, you know, pro- bigger in a, in a larger capacity than women. And they first thought it wouldn't impact kids as much, but now kids are impacted. At mm-hmm. first, they thought kids were off the hook. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it affects, as of now, men worse than women. And it's attacking your respiratory then, yes. right? Yes. So yes. you just, what, you get, you... Well, if you recall SARS in 2002, people started with a dry cough, and then you just got bad fevers, and then that morphed into a really bad pneumonia. Now, pneumonia will take you under. No, I'm not playing with that. That's, you ever had pneumonia? I have. I had, I've had walking pneumonia when no, I was younger. I, I mean, no, 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 no. Pneumonia whooped my ass, dude. That's not fun. Yeah. No, 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 no. That was not a good experience. I At first, like, oh, it's just really bad food poisoning. Oh, hell no, dude. No, no. That, it'll crush your system. And once you get off and you're good and you're back on your feet, you like there's a period of time where you're like, okay, I'm very grateful for my life right now. Like, job or not, you know? I've been there, dude. Like I told you, like I had, you know, I lived in Boston. That was home mm-hmm. for me. That was that was where my life was. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned 08 and the crisis. Mm-hmm. It kind of did a number on my life too. And mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, I restarted my life out here in California. And whatever, you know, I'm I'm making do. But it's life is unpredictable like that. But when you mentioned the National Guard being involved and all mm-hmm. that stuff, like, like, I'm. I think that their role, if that happened, it would be to safeguard, safeguard Costco's. Because I think there's going to be more incidents of, as I mentioned off to you off the air, Mm. apparently in Southgate, some, and again, I'm not going to quote Costco. I just heard what some, we'll call it a food establishment. Mm -hmm. The lady got beat up. The lady got beat up. And like I was saying to you, it's, it's one thing to, you know, take her stuff, right? Rip Mm. her off. It's another thing to like, like physically attack her, like. What like was that necessary? Like, what that that just means that says to me there's, like that's just that's just a low move, man. And I hope that doesn't happen. You know what I mean? And that's not even because they're going through tough times. It's just because they're taking advantage of it. Because you can probably get away with it right now. I think there's going to be more and more instability. Police, law enforcement resources are going to be spread to different areas. There's going to be an uptick in this shit, and. You know, just like during the crack but, epidemic in but, the 80s, but how long they is it started take hiring people... police officers. Hey, there's a documentary you should watch called Cocaine Cowboys. Have you seen it? I've heard about it. It's good. Yeah, it's yeah. good. I've it's, actually, yeah, I've seen it. It's it about the, um, uh, what cocaine in Florida. Oh, in the, dude. What, what a the 90s? Thing. 80s, bro. 80s. 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 And the crack Powell's epidemic and everything. It's crazy, bro. They talked about uh, Griselda, Blanc- Griselda Blanco, mm-hmm. La Madrina from Colombia. Mm-hmm. You know, she was a boss at the level of Carlos Lader and Pablo Escobar. Yeah. She was that level status. Like it was. She was bringing it in herself, wasn't she? She was big time. And she was evil, too, bro. That was a bad woman, man. Damn. But anyhow, my point is the police, the, the Dade County and throughout Florida, they were hiring police like they didn't have time to screen people and shit. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if you had a misdemeanor, all right, fine, just don't fuck up. Basically, was the attitude because there was such rampant crime. I hope we don't have that. I hope we don't have that. That's all I ask. Yeah, you got the you got the cartels. You know they they bring their drugs. I mean, we got a we got a drug problem in America too. And and, and don't get twisted, people are gonna start jonesing pretty soon. <laughs> what is, what, <laughs> forgive know, me, man. What is jonesing? What is jonesing? Is withdrawing. Oh, from cars. From or? a certain drug. 
Oh, you know, okay. how's this going to affect the drug industry? Well, people don't have money now. But when people are destitute, they'll give up everything they have for a quick high because they're so depressed. Well, a lot of the dentists I deliver to, they're, they're saying that they get, they get calls of people who got their, their teeth hurt. They need surgery, and, and now they can't have surgery, and, and those people are in pain. They're in pain, and they have to wait. Like you said, oh, I see you what know, you're saying. they go, you got to call your primary doctor, but you can't because your doctor, that primary doctor's busy fighting, fighting this uh, Kung flu, you know, so Kung flu. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. So listen, I, man, I've seen yeah. different stories. I, I'm just I'm just I'm just thinking about the uh, uh, people that are look, affected. Look. Everything it's not a down, said, it's hey, not a down podcast. Look, this is a positive right now, podcast. As of last night, I believe the U.S. had 82,000 cases of it. We're in the, as of last night, it was 230 deaths, right? But 80,000. That number is going to increase. Mark my words, April is going to be a very sobering month. There's going to be numbers increasing, mm-hmm. okay? But having said that, partner, I don't, I don't want to speak without facts, right? But... Let's like, hope. I let's hope I that we can get through this it. like SARS, man. Like we got or through people, SARS. Are people are getting it and not feeling any. Well, like, you just... brought up that point earlier. If you cycled through it and you're done with it, okay, man. Like you know, that's let's get this. Are they gonna label those people? Shouldn't we know like who's got it and like? I don't know, man. I don't know how that works because this is not how. Well, let me ask you this: How did the government, the U.S. government, deal with Ebola, or was it localized to? It was in the Democratic Republic of Congo, former Zaire, where this where this shit went down. Mm-hmm. And Ebola was awful, man. Mm-hmm. And I feel like some like Italian nuns were down there mm-hmm. and they may have gotten it. I don't remember exactly, but it was it was bad. But the thing with Ebola partner is all restrictions would have been fair game. Because even if Gavin Newsom says, hey, the state of California shut down, Illinois shut down, Cuomo shut down, New York, three states are shut down. There's no, as of right now, enforcement mechanism. Like me driving to Santa Ana mm-hmm. to do this podcast from Mission Viejo, mm-hmm. I cannot be pulled over as of now yeah. to say, hey, are you getting life necessities? Are you on the way to a hospital? And right now they're saying, are you applying for a job type thing? You know what I mean? Like I can't say any of those things, right? But it begs the question. If, if it turns out to be more damaging in terms of deaths, and if it spreads much more, you have to begin to ask the question, is that in the, the best interest of the public to do that? And I don't have an answer for that. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. I hope we cycle through this thing mm-hmm. sooner than next year. Mm-hmm. Sooner than next year. Because the numbers compared to Italy, and they're comparing it. They're saying give it, give it eight weeks and we'll be up where Italy is right now. It was on Vox, actually, too. I was reading. I don't have the facts. That's not I mean. good. No, I, I was reading. I was like, "Holy shit!" I was like, "That's, that's pretty contagious." Yes, it is. So, do you? Okay, you mentioned the Italian situation. Again, I'm asking. I'm not stating. I heard the water's gotten a lot cleaner though. Oh, dude, there's dolphins in the pool. canals of Venice now, and the water sleep. And the, uh, what chemical is it in the sky? You can, if you do like a Google mm-hmm. Maps, whatever, like a global mm-hmm. view of Italy, it's it's clear. It's actually clear. Mm. You know, someone mentioned this. Are there any good things that are going to come out of this? And one of them is, my immediate one is, I hope the Chinese government shuts down the wild market, the wet markets. The wild market market just if it needs to evaporate and the Chinese government needs to open its coffers mm-hmm. and take care of their people more, man. So they're not resorting to eating in filthy 
like wet markets where this stuff is happening, man. And I would say that if that was going down I'm here, I'm surprised you know? it doesn't happen as much. Well, dude, our slaughterhouses are not exactly impeccable either, dude. Yeah. You know, it's pretty filthy in there as well. I'm surprised it doesn't happen all the time. Man, come on. Sla- slaughterhouses are filthy. Yeah. You know? Have you seen some of the videos from Slaughterhouse? Like, yeah, I've string seen String up cows and shit. And, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's not cool, bro. It's filthy. You know? Anyhow, um, I just here's my short answer to this. Everything you said is valid, and the dark shit you said is valid. I'm hoping we... We kind of just ride this out, and and um, it dies off because the majority of people's bodies mm-hmm. are able to deal with it. Are we gonna have deaths? Are we gonna have you know, like you know cancer, AIDS, severe you know sick people? Mm-hmm. Are they gonna be impacted? Yes, and that's very very sad and tragic, and it's awful. And it do you it's think it's, to, do and you, old people? Do you think it's a good thing that patriots people like I consider myself you know I'm I'm a patriot and. I want people to be. I want people to thrive in Fuck America, yeah, right? Yeah, what's wrong with and that? And so, you know, me being a gun over gun or I know a lot of people like me. And what there's 350 million Americans. We got over 500 million ra- uh, guns registered. We got over tr- eight trillion bullets of people that that want to defend the rights of the people. You know, they want to you know do good for society. Okay. You know, we're not going to be out there. We're going to make sure that, you know, the government. You're talking about the, militias? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't want to, but I will defend my home. You know what I mean? You're gonna be, remember the L.A. riots? Those Korean dudes were shooting people. It was it was like Crenshaw or some shit. Well, you were saying about those people, the, those two they dudes had, robbing the They had the pistols, drama. dude. There was like two cats on top of a on top of a roof. In L.A. And they were straight blasted <laughs> motherfuckers who would walk onto the ground, not even inside, cause ruckus, walk on. If they saw people jogging, bam, 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 bam. It was like freaking Billy the Kid and Doc Holliday and Young Guns, dude. That last scene. You know? I don't want to see it to go like that. Everybody just calm <laughs> down, dude. But, you know, I have to defend. I'll do, you know, just, just be smart and, and be be there. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be an instrument. I'm, I'm not going to go crazy. And... uh you know, start Rob. We're not going to get to that point. I have a suggestion. Gotta, you know, doomsday. Go to a shelter and adopt a dog, man, or adopt a cat. Mm-hmm. Do something positive. If you feel like your kid, I'm not a parent, but you know, I'm around kids. There's a gun. You see the gun situation. stores. The gun stores. Like, right? dude, go adopt a dog. It it helps the psychology of everyone in the house. T- take care of the dog. If your thing is a cat, you're a cat. I'm not a cat person. Like, dude, there's so many shelter dogs that could use a home. If you can do it. And if your kids would be happy, or if you, if you're, you know, just by yourself at home, dude, there are, I have, a, I'm a dog owner, a novice dog owner, and this guy helps my psychology nonstop because mental health is part of this issue no, that exactly. we're in right now. My doctor, you know I, I, mean? I had a doctor on a couple of episodes. We, he talked about mental health. It's a real issue. It is. It is a real well, issue. Well, because that's the thing that's scary is people that that are on SSDIs, you know, Prozac, oh. you know, the happy pills. No you access? Know, no access no more. Well, how, how much stuff? I know the antibiotics came from China. What else came from China? You know, know what I mean? So when we don't produce started, it? We don't, we don't produce them, the pills? Well, I know antibiotics for sure was made in China. Really? Yeah. Um, as far as the other pills, I, I would assume everything comes from China, dude. Everything. So the pill farms, yeah. We got all our fentanyl. We'd get our fentanyl from China, and then really? that's how we made our pills, yeah. Obviously, opioids, go opiates. Um, yeah, dude. There's a lot of um, 
I know there's like Dominican crime rings in um, New York and in Boston, and they make a killing off of fentanyl. Like that's very lucrative. There's a black market one. You remember? Um, I actually saw him hit a live uh, walk off home run at Fenway Park. But um, and I love this guy. But Hanley Ramirez mm-hmm. for the Boston Red Sox. Mm-hmm. I think he was. He, he, I don't know. He was like he had. He he was like hanging with guys. He was affiliated with it in some capacity. It sucks, man, because he was a great player. I liked him, but he he got somehow involved with some ring in with Dominican cats, and the, I, ultimately the Sox let him go. But I don't know if there was a relation there. But it bummed me out. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll get through it, man. You know, I I throw my ideas out there of what I see. You know, I've had people call me, and we'll we'll be fine. We got look at we got time off. You know, it's just money. Just you know that we're losing, but as far as food you know you could still go to the store you know and buy m&ms and look at there's not that the shelves are empty no dude i've been to a place though where it's like what the hell is going on right now it was so barren i found this picture that i that i put up on my on my wall where it was remember in the shining Mm -hmm. those little those two little girls the twins Mm -hmm. i think they were murdered they were hand, holding hands in the like. Empty. I saw that meme. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, that's like that's like that meme was like shit. That's kind of what it felt like today in Walmart. Oh, <laughs> well, you went to Walmart. I today? went to Walmart, man. It was like that. I'm like, not all the aisles. This was the canned food aisle. The canned food aisle was like, ass out. You could find like There's people, uh, beef people broth. Do you want some beef broth? We got you right here. Or a random dented cream of mushroom. Other than that, <laughs> deuces, deuces. Where do you get your groceries? I ordered a butcher box last last Saturday, but it's it said it's not gonna hasn't shipped yet. So mm-hmm. they I better keep that shit fresh, man. Yeah, is it ice in ice? I don't know. I mean, it, it's a it's a butcher box. I've heard of the butcher box. I heard good things about it. Yeah, the butcher box. Uh, it's my first time ordering it because we couldn't find meat. So uh, carnicerias are. I I found a, a well. I went to a bodega by my house. I went to the couple sh- shops and they were sold out but bodega had it i had to season it myself because nice. i'm trying the carnivore diet that's what i was trying to do on monday uh, when keto? i went to work keto carnivore just straight carnivore yeah just straight right. meat and uh yeah i lost seven pounds you know within within the first week but I, i'm out of meat i gotta go look for some more meat so i've been cheating Man. Uh. i tried that for a minute and it worked but it got to a point where i'd open up my freezer and i'd see the pre like wrapped marinated chicken I said this. I said this. I don't want any more damn meat. I'm so over this. And I, I, I hit up my boy who's really like intelligent with it. He goes, chill out. Go to the gas station. Get some pork rinds. There's your little escape hatch. If you're no. trying to do the keto or whatever keto? that is. Pork rinds are fair game. What's the Did keto you know that? Tell me a bit of the keto that I've heard. You don't know. I'm pretty ignorant about it. So but pork rinds and chicken? Basically, um, get your meat on. Um, no carbs, bro. No carbs. No I carbs. love carbs. Avoid carbs. That's my problem. I Avoid, love carbs. Avoid obviously gluten, um, and that also includes sugar. So sodas, mm-hmm. ju- fruit juices. Mm-hmm. Get this. Don't no sauces on your chicken wings. You gotta eat that shit dry. So if you go to Wingstop or but whatever one of those places, you can get like Louisiana rub. Get that, but you can't get, you know, like freaking mango habanero sauce on it because the sauce is technically violating it too. You know, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. hey, there are some good things though. Greek yogurt, I love that stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Greek yogurt with the honey flavored mm-hmm, kind, mm-hmm. that stuff's legit. You know? Yeah, because people, guys at our age, man, we got to start taking care of ourselves, dude. Yes, sir. I want to be forty this year, dude. So I'm like, dude, all I'm right, I'm forty-three. You'll be good. Things. You'll be good. Yeah, I'm trying to, uh, you know, 
just, you know, because of what's going on also, you know, it's important to take care of your health, you know, to, so uh, have you heard of a uh, total human uh, on it? The company on it? No, sir. They worked with like UST fighters. Joe Rogan's one of the like, like founders or sponsors, whatever. Um, but it's a it's a day pack and a night pack. It's like nine pills each in each pack, and it's got every nutrient you What's need. What's it called, partner? Sorry, it's called the, the the pill is called Total Human. Total Human. It's a vitamin daily pack. There's two packs. Uh-huh. It's a night pack and a day pack, and they have nootropics, all kind, all, everything you like need. Like a thirty day supply. It's a thirty day supply. It's How like much? A, it's like one hundred forty five bucks. Total Human. Yeah, but it sounds like an ad right now, dude. No. <laughs> Well, because we're talking about the COVID, dude. I'm like, am I scared? Yeah, I'm out there, but my health is important. And so health is well. I've been, yeah. So I've been on, on this. I can talk about vitamins, you know, all day, you know, sure. about vitamin D and A, B, what the benefits are. Um, um, yeah. Another thing you should consider also, like, you taking vitamins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you are know, you taking uh, right now? I take a, just a run of the mill, but I was told good multivitamin, very basic. And then I take vitamin C, pill form, mm-hmm. and um, oh, there's there's another one, um, something else that is supposed to be good. Oh, try to get you know. Have you had sports injuries? Like, yeah. Do you, like I have I have a torn MCL that I never got repaired, torn cartilage in my right knee. I shredded my ankle and had to have metal plates hold it together from a soccer injury back in the day. This was in Boston back in mm-hmm. the day, and. Um, like, dude, I was on, I was out of commission for a while. That ended my soccer career. Mm-hmm. Like that, mm-hmm. that ended that man. So like two severe injuries in that regard. And my point is when the cartilage starts to evaporate in your system and it, your joints break down, or if you have preexisting issues, mm-hmm. that pain is black, yeah, dude. sucks, man. And like, you know, and if you've done squats wrong, which I haven't done a lot of it stupidly. I'd rather go lightweight and have good form than get a lot of big weight and jack up my back. But like, take care of your ba- take care of your whole body. But mm-hmm. for guys like our age, and I'm older than you, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, definitely. I mean, I know this is random, but take care of your eyesight. Mm-hmm. You know, take care of your back. I'm gonna get my eye doctor on you the know? podcast. I had my chiropractors on the podcast. Take recently. care of, and as athletes um, would call, take care of your wheels. Take care of your ankles mm-hmm. and your knees. So what if that means? Less jogging and more swimming. Go swim. Go yeah. swim because you're working upper body too. You're not doing all that pounding on your legs, and it's a it's actually a good workout. And you know how I know swimming is a money workout because when you eat after you swim, how good does food taste? Right? Well, yeah, swimming. Oh fuck Shit. yeah, you're ready to barbecue. Seriously, man. You know. Anyhow, yeah. what are we talking about, bro? Oh man, we're going right here, man. Well, we got. We got about 10 minutes left. I only put the recording oh, for an hour and a half. All right, NFL, yeah, NFL. We got to do going. some NFL. No, man, we're good. We 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 got we 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 touched based on that. Let's uh this close up shot. Tell the people where they can hear you. What's going on with the NFL? Tell the people first of all where they can hear your podcast cuz we haven't talked about your podcast. <laughs> uh, you know it, I mean? it's me and my buddy from my league, um Diz um, it's at uh, currently nerdy at currently nerdy. It's a small podcast. It's nothing, oh, dude. First of all, your studio is dope. Your equipment is like next level. The vibe is chill. The music is good. The amenities are money. You got a chill Sigmund Freud couch. You know what I mean for the deep thinkers type thing. Uh, yeah, no, mine. You know th- this situation. Ours is like much more basic. But we kick it off when the NFL season starts, and we basically break down 
you know, if you're a gambling person, it's not so much for big money gambling. It's more if you're in a fantasy football league. We're a fantasy football podcast, and, uh, you know, we talk about busts. We talk about, you know, in advance of the season, guys, you can you should so you guys, consider So you drafting. guys shut down right now, or you guys have a podcast? Down. We're shut down right now. When NFL kicks off, God willing, we don't have – hey, hey, straight up. The NFL could be delayed, right? Yeah, is, is that going to happen? I think it might, dude. I don't want to worry people, but I hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. And What are you talking about, bro? Really? Well, people need to start staying home. Everybody needs to just lock themselves in. No NFL? The There's not no baseball Because UFC after. is still going. Uh, what's his name? Dana White is not shut down. WWE, I don't watch that shit. They're still going as of now. UFC is still going, aren't they? I feel like they're not buckling. No, I heard. I heard everything's canceled. There's UFC no venues. Too? There's no venues. Oh, they're I trying see. to look at Saudi Arabia, but uh-huh. since you told me that it still thrives in in those heat type environments, well, again, what the CDC or WHO said is said they said we don't know if that is true, but we don't want people out there putting it out there that the hot weather will automatically kill it because we don't know enough about this yet. So whoever is saying that. Just like, dude, chill. Unless you got science to back it up, I, lo- I love the fact that you're trying to put up positive energy, but like, don't spit bullshit to people like you said, Arizona, right? Mm-hmm. Or Texas, whatever, Louisiana. Dude, we don't want them thinking, oh, straight, when, when July kicks, you know, we're good. We're good, you know? Let the science speak to that first, is all I ask. Yeah, for sure, man. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to another podcast. Episode 21 of my boy Akbar. It was a really pleasure to have you here, man. I was blessed and honored, man. We're going to get you back on again. You know, I like your information. I, I love the way you speak and, and the way you, you talk to me in the audience. And, and I know my audience are going to tell me it's going to be another great podcast because, you know, it's facts. Go look it up. Go look up, you know, stop watching you know, the media and, and what they have to go, go do your own. Go read some books. Go, go, go deep down that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I could have gone deep and, t- and talked about deep state and intergalactical and and being with one. And I, I could have gone down too many different holes, but I wanted to keep it right. You know, just keep it positive because, hey, we're all in this together. Yeah. You know, I'm sacrificing my life out there of catching this disease by the giving the, the, the my, my customers their medicines and and the, the supplies they need, you know, to support their kids and what, what people are at home. So this is this is a, a positive and just an informational podcast. And I'm here with for you guys. If you guys need me, you can hit me up at the Raider and the Saint at Outlook dot com. That's the Raider and the Saint at Outlook dot com. You can also hit me up on IG, the Raider and the Saint. And if you know me, you know how to get a hold of me. And you guys be safe. I love you. I'll see you next week. And God bless the United States of America. Late. Stay well. All right. How long do we go? No way. My bad. I I feel like I kind of killed the NFL cap, man. No, it's good. Hey, let's. All right, no, right here. Have respect. No, I want one, one fist bump.